Welcome back, and you are listening to Nate the Hate on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Like the video and subscribe and help us hit 15,000 subscribers by the end of the year. If you have questions for MVG and I and want to help support the channel, you will find a Streamlabs link in the YouTube description below. A, dono a donation of any amount will let you ask a question that we will answer at the end of the next episode. Those that donate $100 or more will have the episode dedicated to them. And joining me today is my co-host, MVG. What's up, Nate? Great to be here. Thanks for having me back on. Always a pleasure. And we have a special guest with us this week, the return of Jeff Grubb from VentureBeat. Hello, Jeff. Hey, man. Thanks for having me back on. I really appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to have you here and talk with you. And last time you were here, we talked about the summer game mess. I mean, fest. <laughs> and... This time we're going to talk about Nintendo and their approach to 2020 because we're we are now halfway through the year. And, you know, the early half of the year had a wrench thrown into it with the pandemic. But of the three console manufacturers, it seems like Nintendo's been the one that's been a little more reluctant to, you know, come forth with new information and new game announcements. We had Sony hold their PlayStation 5 event early in June. Microsoft had their introduction to next gen event that didn't go over all that well but they still communicated with fans and nintendo is just kind of you know out in the weeds doing their own thing and they've only have announced one game for 2020 that's dated and it's paper mario and the origami king and it's coming out in just over two weeks but today we have rumors of a potential july direct and these rumors do come from reliable sources. One is John Harker from Reset Era, who in the past has been accurate with his information. And today he said he has heard that there is potential of a direct coming this month, but that it is still kind of in the planning stages and it could change. And from a French Pokemon account known as Kelios, where they said in a tweet to you, you forgot about the July direct <laughs> in your summer of game fest lineup card mm -hmm. and so you know we'll start today with what do you make of these rumors and do you really think nintendo could have a direct coming this month because originally on your lineup card you did have a late summer direct mm -hmm. listed yeah um it's tough uh I'll say right now that I, I don't have any direct knowledge of a direct happening in July, so I'll just get that right out there. But that doesn't mean it's not happening. Um, if you, I mean, if you think about it, you know, it could make sense in in certain aspects. Um, the, the Nintendo is getting back to work. Japan is getting back uh, into offices, which is, um, you know, su surprisingly still pretty necessary for Nintendo to make this sort of thing happen. Uh, even though we have seen other companies figure this stuff out. Nintendo has been hesitant for, for uh, reasons that aren't just like technical; they're they're cultural. Um, but you know, as it gets back in the office, it's going to start saying, "Hey, we do have all these games that we need to announce. Uh, we do have partners that want to announce games. Uh, so let's start putting putting this thing together." Um, that, you know, that said, I still think July seems really uh, soon. It seems soon. Um, first of all, we are you know we're past the point of when E3 normally would have happened, and it I, I don't I, I, okay. Paper Mario is about to come out, and once that's out, they're not going to have any other games scheduled for the rest of the year. So I could see maybe them having some um, uh, uh, anxiousness about that. They want to fill out their their the re the release calendar. That makes sense. Um, but at the same time, they want to take time to put 
something like a full direct together. So uh, if they do something, if it's a, if they call it a direct, I mean, I, you know, Nate, we were talking about, about this before the show. I, I think it's probably going to be a mini, but even that seems like a stretch to me. I feel, I feel like if they're going to announce Pikmin three there, I think they're going to do the paper Mario thing, announce it on Twitter and with, with the YouTube video that was very successful for them, that, that worked very well. Um, and then in the, in the meantime, put together a bigger show still for later this summer. Um, so, it, it, you know, it's possible, but I, I think it's to me, it still seems unlikely. Uh, I think what these rumors might be, if, if they are, you know, mostly accurate, is they are starting to put something together that is going to come quite a bit later because it does take them time to put these shows all, you know, all, all together. All the pieces fitting together is, is a lot of work. Yes. And that's the thing when you they make a general direct and I want to emphasize the word general mm-hmm. or the bigger directs. They do take several months to put together. There's a lot of coordination between NCL, NOA, and NOE to, you know, you have to get the script. You have to dub it. You have to sub it. You have to go to all the different PRs, gather those trailers. Sometimes there are regional differences in terms of content in the directs. So there's a lot of planning, a lot of organization and coordination when it comes to these directs. So I would agree with you that I think if there is a direct of any sort coming in the month of July, it would be in the form of a mini. And it could just be a collection of twitter announcements that they were planning for this month and mm-hmm. they said you know what we have the resources now because people are back to work they are in offices that we can put together a mini direct instead and we'll release it in a traditional way and i mean i guess the key difference between a general direct and a mini aside from the branding is that a mini is just kind of shadow dropped one morning during the week with you know there's no pre-announcement in general, they like to build up that hype and excitement and get everyone, people, you know, anxious about what's this direct going to have. And a mini is just, oh, it's Friday morning. Here's a 15-minute video. Enjoy. And I guess that would work for a game like, you know, Pikmin 3 Deluxe, even 3D Mario World, or even the 3D Mario Collection. Because we're anticipating that those games are likely going to be coming out, you know, over the course of the next couple of months. At least the case with Pikmin 3 Deluxe. I mean, that seems like a game that we should have been out by now, right? Exactly. We were anticipating that it should have came out back in June. Yeah. And now we're at the beginning of July and we still have yet to hear about it. So if they do go the Paper Mario route of saying four to six weeks advance notice, you could feasibly wait until, I guess, next week and still release it by mid August. Or you could wait until maybe after Paper Mario comes out and then date it. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's Pikmin 3. It came out on the Wii U. Yes, it's going to have new content. So it's not really a game that's going to overshadow Deadly Premonition 2 or Paper Mario in any meaningful way. But if you do incorporate 3D World or even the 3D Mario Collection or Mario All-Stars 2, whatever we want to call it, then it gets into a little bigger deal in terms of announcements. So I guess my question is, when would you anticipate Nintendo to really start dating those bigger releases like the 3D Mario collection that are, you know, that are expected to come out in the second half of this year? Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, there's a reason I have them as wild card on, on my, you know, summer game mess. It, you know, it, it's, they could do it at any time. Um, if I had to like wager or make a, you know, make a, a, a guess with any in, informed insight, um, I, you know, I would, I would still bet that we get Pikmin 3 dated pretty relatively soon in its own thing on Twitter or something like that. Um, and, and then 
they are going to try to figure out a way to put together a show for Mario. Yep. They, you know, the, the original rumor, right, was the 35th anniversary celebration for Mario and, you know, everything that entails. Um, and, and you, I mean, I think obviously Paper Mario was going to be a part of that originally, right? They would have announced that mm-hmm. in that. Um, so, you know, one of the things that Mike, Mike gives, you know, lends lend some credence to that is maybe as Paper Mario is coming out the day after it comes out or whatever, uh, you say, hey, go get Paper Mario now. It's it's out right now. And and as part of that, we're celebrating Mario. Here's everything. Um, and, and, you know, to me, that makes some sense. I still think, like, it, it would take a lot of work to put that kind of thing together for them. Uh, and, it, it, you know, you detailed all the reasons why it's hard for, for Nintendo. They want to, you know, uh, you know, send the script around the world. But also, they, they like meeting people face-to-face still. And figuring that out is still complicated. And, and that, again, that's cultural. It is them. They think that they have to show that respect to their partners or else they just won't even try. Um, and, and so, yes, so that still feels like very soon. But I, I think that, you know, we how far into August can we go with no new dates? That just seems like every single day would be excruciating for Nintendo fans. And I'm not, I don't think Nintendo's exactly, uh, I think they don't care about that because they know they have the games. They will be coming. Uh, they did let a lot of time lapse after um, Animal Crossing where a lot of people are like, what is going on? feels like there's nothing. Um, uh, but I, I, you know, and, and it's not like they're hurting at all. It's not like they need to uh, make moves because um, their investors are paying attention, are getting and are getting anxious. They're still selling a ton of consoles. They are still selling a ton of games. Um, Animal Crossing continues to sell every month. Uh, so they, I, I don't think they're feeling like the, the fire under their feet to begin acting. Um, but but I, I do think they will start feeling that as we get further into August and if, if nothing happens by then. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I think that maybe maybe they, they are feeling it and they're like, let's just get something together for the end of this month. And, and, and that, that, that makes some amount of sense to me. Um, I, I'm still th- not completely bought in. I think um, if you ask me what, what I think is going to happen, I, I agree. I do think that there'll be a, a Pikmin 3 announcement fairly soon after Paper Mario is released but i do i do agree with you jeff i mean i think that the the direct you know which is the 3d collection stuff is later this year so you know whatever whatever the the july direct means you know as far as the rumors we're hearing i don't know if it's going to be a direct mini with pikmin 3 being the showcase or if it's just a a twitter you know drop of hey by the way pikmin 3 is coming out um you know, next month, and maybe after maybe after they do release Paper Mario three, uh, sorry, uh, Paper Mario, they they basically you know tease. Stay tuned for more exciting Mario um, discussion as we celebrate the thirty fifth year of Mario later this year or something, and and that's mm-hmm. kind of the segue into the the direct for the the Mario collection. I don't think the Mario collection is is july that that seems like you said guys i mean that seems really aggressive to mount something like that but you know who knows i mean we'll see we'll see what how it all plays out but if you ask me i think it's i think it's pikmin 3 is next on on the list even a mini direct is um is is complicated just from the point of view of um nintendo was just last month telling partners uh don't wait for us don't do not wait for us to put a show together we're not going to have anything in june or july uh maybe august but even that isn't guaranteed it's it's going to take a long time and this and and then to turn around and be like oh no we actually are doing something in july after ea is like okay i guess we'll put apex legend coming to switch in our own show instead of where we'd make a much bigger splash in a nintendo direct Mm -hmm. um and and i think like 
you, just from a political standpoint, they, they would have a hard time explaining that to their partners. Like, you know, why didn't you tell us that you were thinking about doing this? Why didn't you like just see a few weeks ahead and see the, you know, of course, most partners probably would be understanding to a point. But, you know, they're, they're human. They're going to feel a little bit burned. And, and EA was definitely trying to get Apex Legends into that direct. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I just feel like why would Nintendo then turn around and do this? I, I don't think I don't think they would. I guess one avenue that we haven't really explored for the direct is that maybe it doesn't involve third parties or even indies. Maybe it is a like a Mario themed direct because we have seen Nintendo do yeah game focus directs and right now the rumors are just a july direct well i mean that's missing a lot of context it could be like let's assume it is a mario direct they the week before paper mario comes out right before reviews hit they do one final Mm -hmm. mario direct they detail more paper mario you talk about the lego set and then you go full 35th anniversary and you have 3d world you have the mario 3d collection and the whole show is just about Mario. And, you know, you actually have that 35th anniversary celebration because I believe the Lego sets come out in August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's right. I like so, that. I like what you described. There, so though, Nate, when, do you, when do you release the Mario collection? If, if that's the announcement in July, if they do a Mario themed direct in July, then I would first, man, I think I would release 3d Mario world in september and i would hold right. back the 3d collection until october or november because that's going to be a big seller in the holidays yeah we'll be back after a quick break ever thought modern video games should be more interesting at the gaming blender we take randomized genres mechanics and make a new game every episode i've added permadeath we have a survival game of a hardcore simulation which could be house flipper and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. Now, all what? of that sounds really reasonable to me. Uh, and, and and you got to think like, you know, um, we talked about a direct potentially overshadowing the release of Paper Mario. And I'm not sure exactly how much Nintendo uh, thinks that way. But let's say they do. Um, if you make this about a celebration of Mario and get people excited about Mario, which is, uh, you know, a thing people love to do. I love to get excited about Mario. Uh, oh, that's a good reason to buy Paper Mario because I'm so excited about all these other games coming out. I want to like participate in that. Uh, it makes sense to do that, like right in the lead up to that game coming out. Um, I, I, I like that. Again, the, the, we, there are all the is- other issues, but um, the basic game plan that you laid out there makes a lot of sense to me. Now, do you think Nintendo has taken their foot off the pedal a bit in terms of game announcements because they've had so much success with Animal Crossing? I mean, that gave them the leeway, right? That gave them uh, enough slack to be able to pull back and just say, okay, no one who is an investor is going to be looking at our numbers right now and, and, and saying, like, what are you doing? We can just point to Animal Crossing. And and they have been, and they should be. It's, it's just a massive success. Like, just... A success that even like the most diehard Animal Crossing fans could not have predicted. Um, so, so yeah, they've had they've had that that excess money coming in that they can now uh, 
take a breather and regroup and figure out how to attack the rest of the year in a way uh, that works for them. Um, I don't necessarily know if that was uh, if that's a great thing, because a lot of other companies have figured this out a lot quicker. Um, everyone, you know, when they when I when I originally reported this story about, hey, Nintendo's not going to come up with anything, you know, in terms of a direct for a long time. Uh, people pointed to all these other examples of other companies figuring it out. You know, now we have the Pokemon company figuring this out. And I think, you know, Nintendo probably is looking at a partner like the Pokemon company and be like, oh, OK, well, if they could do it, well, we need to start figuring this out, too. But um, I think because they did have Animal Crossing backing them up, uh, they didn't feel that the, the, the urgency to figure this out in a way that might have made uh, the rest of the summer a little bit more bearable for fans waiting for announcements. I, so, I so think, yeah, I agree with your premise. I think there's more to it than that, though. I think that, you know, we can't discount the pandemic as well because, you know, Nintendo's always been, you know, Breath of the Wild and, and Metroid Prime aside, they've always been very, very good with hitting their dates as far as, you know, releasing mm-hmm. releasing things. And, and, they've, and every release date that they come up with is not too far in the distant future. You know, which is which is something that the fans really, really appreciate because you're not waiting two plus years for a game to come out. And when they make announcements, it's usually you know just a, a couple of months away, which is which is great. But I think with with the pan, with the pandemic, it's been very difficult to nail some of these release dates for different reasons. Obviously, you know, people are out of the office, all that sort of stuff. But there's also been you know there's been issues with the certification process being you know being delayed as well getting your games through certification so i think they've ultimately just taken a bit of a step back i in my opinion and not really committed to anything until the dust has settled which seems like it's it's settled right now or it's settling right now that things are mm-hmm. slowly going back to the way they were you mentioned in japan you know you know people are going back to work and and and, and business is kind of moving ahead as as it once was so i think now you know we'll start to see some you know some traction there but i don't i don't think that they've taken their foot off the gas nate i think it's really I'll say more of a calculated move and with with the success of Animal Crossing like Jeff said I mean they have every reason to to do that they've got uh, they've got enough of a buffer there where they can they can basically take their foot off the gas literally for the rest of the year if they wanted to but you know we'll we'll see mm-hmm. how that goes. You see that's that's where I'm curious where is that smart by them. Like you're having all this momentum and all the success of Animal Crossing where you're moving tons of software with Animal Crossing alone you're moving tons of hardware wouldn't it have been advantageous to say we would release this game in March, right when the pandemic was really hitting its peak? Well, relative in America, though, we've hit a new peak at this point. But that's like when the country was shutting down. And Animal Crossing is selling gangbusters. You're moving tons of hardware. We've seen the NPD report that came out in May, where I believe the Switch, or was it May or April, where the Switch sold 800,000 units. Wouldn't it have been wise to have a game like Pikmin 3, out in June, like Clubhouse games came out. It's a good game to sit around with your family and play. But if you had a Pikmin 3, wouldn't that have been like a little better to just have that wave of continuous software releasing to keep that new player base engaged beyond just Animal Crossing? I, I think that um, I think it would have been good for Pikmin 3, right? Like people yeah. are buying a lot more games right now. Uh, you know, I think... Um, that was one of the reasons the last of us part two uh is doing even i mean it's a great game people like it uh but but i think the reason it's hitting four million is because more people are playing games right now um and i think pikmin 3 would have benefited to, to a certain degree as well from just having so many people wanting to play video games um i, I don't know if it was you know it, 
is, is it smart for Nintendo? I think we can have some hindsight here and be like, um, I think they probably they probably wouldn't have missed anything if they would have put out Pikmin 3, got people excited about that game, and did boost the Pikmin franchise a little bit by taking advantage of of some of the enthusiasm for video games at the moment. Um, but I don't blame them for for being like, <clears throat> excuse me, for blame, for looking at like, oh, we're running out of systems to sell, and we're not sure what the supply chain is going to be like, and we have all these other problems happening, and we're not sure uh, what our lineup's going to be like later this year because there is some confusion about whether or not uh, we're going to be able to hit those dates. So maybe we should keep something that is ready in our back pocket until we know better. And, and, I, and I think that's what they I think that was their their go to there. And I don't blame them for that. And I think uh, with hindsight, though, I think we can see that they probably would have figured this out and, and they could have put Pikmin 3 out and, and been, just, been just fine for the rest of the year. But we don't know for sure. That's a good point that I had forgotten that even though Nintendo did come out with a statement a couple of days ago where they said there were no software delays due to the impacts of the pandemic. And, I mean, it's easy to rebut that by saying, well, you can't delay games when you haven't dated any games. Right. And there have been reports that Nintendo has had to push some software out of the back half of 2020 into early half of 2021. So to your point, like, yeah, you're correct, that had you released Pikmin 3 in June, like was originally planned, if you are delaying games that are supposed to come out in the second half, you potentially would have had a void. And now Pikmin 3 is going to fill that void. But it still seems like just date. Why? What's the hesitation in dating these games? What is the problem? Because as far as we know, Pikmin 3 has been done for some time now. It's not a game that's still in active development. It's already been certified. They're basically just sitting on it and waiting for the day for them to go to Twitter and say, coming out in six weeks you can preload it today so date it get people you know excited about the prospect that it is coming out soon the idea that they're still sitting on the secrecy as of july 1st and we still don't have a game dated beyond july 17th from nintendo it just it seems i don't know if it's marketing genius or a marketing failure I mean, it, it, again, we, I think we won't know for a while. Uh, you know, MVG, what do you think? Well, I mean, me being the technical geeky nerd that I am, is Nate, do you not think this is a technical reason? They're basically, you know, like I said, the certification process has been something that has been uh, delayed, and now that it's kind of back to where it was, they're, they're finally going through that process now. Do you, do you really think they have a, I'll say, a final release build kind of, you know, up their sleeve, or do you think they're still, I guess we'll say, putting the final touches on on the game right now? I believe the game is probably has has been done since I'll go back as far as April. Because Nintendo isn't shy of sitting on games yeah. that have, are 100% completed, have been certified for months. Because we can look at New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Nintendo finished that game, I believe it was in the range of 10 to 11 months before it released. Yeah, yeah, it's a long I, time. I, I could I could see it going either way. I, I mean, like, you know, they have the bandwidth for one certification, and they put that all on Paper Mario, and then Pikmin Three will come up after that. I I, I could see that, but also, yeah. I mean, my understanding was this game was supposed to be out by now. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, and, and you know, it, it was going to be in that March direct, that March mini direct, which was originally not going to be a mini direct because you know, think about how long it had been before that since we got a general direct. So. uh uh, yeah, I, 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 I could see it either way. So let's let's think of it another way. 
if if they finish up the year with Pikmin three and the Mario three D collection, in hindsight, is that a good year for Nintendo? You know, the first half was was pretty decent. Um, I guess it it depends on how we want to quantify a good year here in terms of software sales from like an investor standpoint and business yep it's not a bad year animal crossing is selling millions upon millions of units i mean i believe it's already over five million physical in japan and i mean it's on its way to being the best selling physical piece of software in all of japanese history at this rate Mm -hmm. which is mind-blowing and that's not even factoring the digital sales so i mean you're going to look at animal crossing probably sell over 20 million units you have two pokemon expansions that will sell millions of units themselves 3d mario collection i mean that's an easy 10 million plus seller oh yeah as long as you know as long as they market it correctly pikmin 3 is going to do a couple million because it's pikmin and unfortunately Mm -hmm. gamers just don't really seem to resonate to that franchise and i don't think switch is going to really bring new life to it and i mean you've had you had clubhouse games you had tokyo mirage sessions you had xenoblade chronicles all probably performed well within you know expectation but and then you've got a mario kart that still is selling like crazy yeah yeah breath of the wild that's still selling you have those evergreen software titles that continue to sell well from business you'd say that's not a bad year but from a consumer standpoint who primarily only plays Nintendo games, you're probably going to sit there and say, that was a really bad year from Nintendo. And yeah. like you still had a couple of quality releases, but what what's the exciting release if we operate under the assumption that Nintendo's only games for the remainder of the year are Paper Mario, Pikmin 3, and the 3D Mario Collection and 3D World? What's, what's really to be excited about? Yeah, and I, I think that, um, uh, you know, I don't know for sure, but I was. I, those are the games that I'd always heard about, and those are the, the kinds of games that I was um, expected to see through the end of the year, and not much else. I, the, the I always understood 2020 was going to be something of a slower year. It was going to feel like Nintendo uh, taking its foot off the pedal, and I, you know, I think this was um, one of these years was always bound to happen, right? Because we got a lot of stuff that got started on the Wii U, and then Nintendo realized pretty quickly. Uh, we need to hold this stuff back and and put it on the Switch so you get a 2017 with a Mario and a Zelda. Uh, and, and there was a lot of stuff in the works that they were able to fill through uh, 2018 and 2019. So, you know, w- once you get through that software and, and get through, uh, you know, those developers putting all that work in f- for years for a previous system, uh, uh, <laughs> you get to tw- get to a 2020 where it's like, okay, now we got a lot of, got a lot of remasters, <laughs> remakes, um, stuff like that. So it, it's just, it's... I think I, I think that they um, needed something like this, a chance to, to reload. It's probably it doesn't mean it's good. Doesn't mean that people are going to be happy. But uh-huh. if the three D if the three D Mario remasters come out, uh, that's going to be the kind of thing that you know if this if they like fix up Sunshine and people are like, oh my god, now I love this game and all <laughs> you know all those games are all those games are are really high quality. Those, those games could still dominate the conversation in the, yes. even through the fall, especially if these new systems come out and there is just a Miles Morales and it is kind of uh, exactly what we think it is. Um, and if, if Microsoft also holds back some, some uh, you know, next-gen uh, you know, launch games, which I, I don't necessarily think they will, but if they do, a Mario 3D collection is going to completely dominate the conversation. So uh, it's not the end of the world for them. And, and they do have Metroids and Zeldas coming at some point in the future. 
Uh, and we know that. So it's like, OK, so we, there's still something to look forward to, even if this year is, is a bit of a disappointment, uh, which, again, like you said, not from a financial standpoint. And that's I mean, there are other games coming this year from Nintendo that have not yet been announced that I have heard about. And I'm not going to reveal them on this podcast. But one thing I have to give Nintendo credit for, and this is marketing genius in the purest sense, is that when they dropped the Paper Mario and the Origami King trailer, at the end of the trailer, they had Mario wear a Samus cap. Right. And that was brilliant marketing because the conversation immediately was about Paper Mario itself and about Metroid. It got people wondering about Metroid Prime 4 and the rumors of Metroid Prime Trilogy and the other rumor of a 2D Metroid coming to the Nintendo Switch. And that's excellent marketing because that little cameo brought about a community marketing where Nintendo got a bunch of free publicity. YouTubers were making rumors of, is Nintendo teasing a Metroid announcement? You had forums, Reddit, Twitter, all going buzz crazy about Metroid. And Nintendo is just sitting back saying, we didn't even have to say anything, but we got you excited about the prospect that maybe a Metroid announcement comes eventually Ignoring the fact that the, you know, the producer of the game of Paper Mario also produces the Metroid games. So it's just kind of him having fun with his own projects. But that's an example of just that's brilliant. And I mean, I don't think we'll we're not getting a Metroid game in 2020, 2021. Maybe that's the year of Metroid, because I mean, we've been hearing about uh, the Metroid Prime trilogy for quite some time now. We heard the rumors of a 2D Metroid dating back to, I believe it was around E3, yeah. either 2017 or 2018. And it's supposed <laughs> to be head by uh, Mercury Systems, who did Samus Returns for the 3DS. So we're kind of hitting that point where it's been several years. So we have to see the fruits of their labor sooner rather than later. So if 2021, I think 2021 is also a anniversary for Metroid. Zelda. And yeah, Zelda. It's I, I'm not sure. Zelda's I'm not sure about Metroid. I, it could be Nate. I haven't really checked that, but I know for a fact it's Zelda. Well, Nintendo doesn't really celebrate the Metroid anniversaries. They forget. That's true. Yeah, well, I, I think your point about the community marketing about it like speaks to the, to that point though. Like you know, Nintendo is um, less certain about Metroid because it was never as popular in Japan. Uh, but you know, one of the ways that you address that is you let the community tell each other why these games are so important. You let them. Uh, it like be like oh my god they're they're teasing Metroid and someone who's never played Metroid or or is only vaguely aware of it sees everyone else getting excited about it and now they they know it's important and now they know if something does happen with that oh I get to also be hyped for it because uh, I know like you know just based on the response from everyone else that this is something that could be very exciting so mm-hmm. so yeah if it it does seem like they're they're geniuses at this or or again they could be trolls but yeah. Um, <laughs> Something's happening with Metroid eventually. Like that, we when we beyond Metroid Prime Four, something those games have been rumored. There's too much smoke there for there not to be a fire. Yeah, and it's just a matter of when is that fire going to be found. We we keep seeing the smoke. It's just nobody wants to approach it. We're just like, eh, it's mm-hmm. going to get here eventually. And yes, it will. But it kind of feels like like had E3 happened, and we'll assume that at E3 for Nintendo's June Direct, we would have gotten the 3D Mario Collection, 3D World, Pikmin 3. Um, I mean, what, you know, Apex Legends, 
probably more content about the Pokemon expansion packs, I would imagine. Maybe we've got Pokemon Snap at that direct as well. I'm not sure if the Pokemon company would have hosted its own event for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would have got the Smash Brothers Min Min content. That probably would have shadow dropped. That's where Nintendo's marketing up to this point feels a little strange because two to three weeks ago, we would have got a blast of information. We're still waiting for any of that information. And it does kind of make you you know, reluctant to believe that they really have anything that big for the remainder of the year because you'd want to communicate this and if Nate do you think I there's mean, a one more one more thing kind of moment that's that's they kind of got up their sleeve yeah. maybe one more game that that potentially yes. will will come that we're not really aware of yes I think they have that and it's really a question of when do you deliver it because mm-hmm. like even at E3 we would have expected a Breath of the Wild 2 trailer even if it's not, even if it was not coming in 2020, we likely would have gotten a brand new Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. They still yeah. could have just dropped that earlier in June, just to generate some, you know, buzz, some hype about their brand, and the fact that they've really pivoted to being silent and to remain silent. It just it makes me wonder what their plans like. Again, are they geniuses or have they failed at marketing up to this point? Like, how would you grade the first half of 2020 for Nintendo's marketing approach, pandemic included? I mean, you know, it's like a not not applicable. It's like, you know, uh, (laughs) it did not complete. Like, right. Like, it's just it was um, they the pandemic hit and they just stayed home. And, you know, at a certain point, can you blame them? Uh, But uh uh, if you know, for just strictly giving a grade for for the marketing, yeah, it was it was sort of absent, and uh, you know we've gone over the reasons for that, but but it was definitely it was it was missing, and I I, I mean like something like Zelda Breath of the Wild too, like, yes, I think it would have been at E three, I think they would have had a trailer at E three had that happened, um, but I think once everything started falling apart, they're like, listen, we can just wait for for the Game Awards and just do it there again. Uh, that's been that's that's always worked well for us for that. Um, the game's probably not coming out. It was probably never coming out in 2020. Um, and if, you know, it, maybe there was a small chance at the, you know, the end of last year, like they were still thinking of 2020, but I doubt it. Um, so yeah, just hold off and save that for the game awards and, and help that build the momentum into 2021. Uh, once you get past all the Mario stuff, I, I yeah, I, I, I bet that was their thinking, but yeah, I, I just don't, they, they stayed home and I think they, uh, uh, might regret that but i clearly i think they're going to be fine once they have a direct no one's going to remember all the times that we didn't that we'd like all the months that we didn't they're going to forget about that they're just going to talk about the games so I, I think nintendo knows that yeah that's a good point nintendo can go silent for six months and the second they announce a new game everyone forgets that nintendo ignored them for those you know exactly. prior six months and i mean that's a good point about zelda too they can wait for all this mario content to drop hit us with a Zelda trailer and that's going to get everyone excited. Do you think that, do you think that Zelda trailer that they were going to show at a three had a date attached to it? No, no. No, I don't think think it would have had a date and that could have potentially, I guess, pissed some people off if they showed a trailer. Like let's assume they still showed the trailer this, this past June, even without E3. Mm Hmm. And they show the trailer, and the trailer ends, and it just says, coming soon. I guess it could have said 2021, right? Yeah. Like, 
I guess they would, they would have put a year on it, probably. <laughs> We've oh, done that before, right? Yeah. yeah. If they didn't attach 2021, then people would have sat there and be like, oh, no, this game's never coming out. Right, exactly, yeah. I mean, even right now, we have the discussions around a new Pokemon Snap and how it ended with coming soon. And some say, oh, well, it said coming soon, so that means it has to be 2020 because Nintendo likes to keep things close to the chest and they've right. been holding their announcements closer to release dates. But no, if that game was coming anytime soon in 2020, Nintendo would have slapped a mm -hmm. 2020 or even a launch month at the end of the new Pokemon Snap trailer, which clearly is the indicator that that game is coming out sometime next year. Yeah, Or it's at least a safe assumption to make at this point because, again, they announced it in June. You're not putting a month on it. It's kind of like, well, how many times are you going to show us Pokemon Snap before you're actually going to date it? It's a cool release, but it's not something we have to see several times over. So, you know, slap that date, boom. But what's now that we've looked at how poorly Nintendo's first half was, how do you think Nintendo can really come out strong in the second half to counter Sony and Microsoft and their launch of next generation hardware. A price cut. Um, I think that if they feel that if they feel like they need to do something to counter them, they could just drop the, the switch to $250. Um, and, and I don't know if they need to, but if they feel the need to, I think that would be like, if these consoles really are going to be super expensive, um, having, you know, still one of the hottest consoles ever made and, and you know, the fastest selling consoles ever, uh, you know, right on pace with the PlayStation 4, um, dropping that down to $250 um, or even like, you know, starting to like do some, uh, you know, aggressive pack-ins, yeah. uh, you know, with, with some slight price cuts, $280 with, um, you know, uh, Mario Kart, uh, stuff like that. Uh, and then, you know, when it's on sale, cutting it even deeper, um, I, that could really move a lot. And I think that like, I think, Beyond that, how much do they really need to do? Like, they're going to have these games that are going to come out that you know we've established are of a certain um, of a certain threshold in terms of excitement, where they are remasters of games that have already come out and stuff like that. Um, maybe some like secret Metroid games coming out here or there. Um, but, but 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 like you know, I I think that's what they're going to have in terms of software. I think that's the level that they're going to have. So if you know, what else can they do? Um, I think a price cut would be huge. If you're look, if you're a parent and you know that your kid's been asking for a Switch for years, and now they're also asking for one of these newer systems, and that Switch is two hundred and fifty dollars, that is so that's such a, a compelling case um, that I, I I think it really could be a, a big counter move for Nintendo. I, I totally agree with that. I, I I definitely think there will be a price cut of we'll say fifty dollars, especially. I mean, I don't think Nintendo directly. And that's not that's not a, that's not anything, by the way. When I said directly, I don't think they they care about what Microsoft's doing too much. But if that Lockhart comes in at two ninety nine, I think Nintendo's yeah. really gonna make a statement and say, you know what, we're we're at two fifty, and like you know, Jeff said, um, you get a pack in game for maybe two eighty with with Mario Kart, or maybe it's two ninety nine with Animal Crossing. I don't know, but right. there's definitely some there's some leeway there to, to to cut the price. I mean, it's it's we're into the fourth year of the system. I think the time is right to really. Um, you know, just get that get that market again, and and really just you know give it give it to the Microsoft with with lockout system. Yeah, bundling is definitely an avenue Nintendo will explore. They, I think every Black Friday they've had a bundle of sorts. You just didn't get a price cut. You didn't save any money by buying it. You got Mario Kart or something. So definitely, if they moved into this year and say 
at $300, you get Animal Crossing. The game's too big of a seller to give you really any, you know, discount. Mm-hmm. But at $250, you can get Breath of the Wild as, you know, kind of that lead into, oh, you're going to get this. You're going to play Breath of the Wild, and we're going to get you to buy Breath of the Wild 2 sometime in 2021. Mm-hmm. Or you throw in Mario Kart. You throw in any any of those evergreen titles, even Splatoon 2. Maybe, I don't think you do a Smash Brothers bundle yet. Might be a little too soon for that type of yeah, game. It's too volatile still, I think, with, with everything going on yeah. there. Maybe you throw in ARMS because you just added Min Min, and maybe people have seen her and they're like, oh, I want that game that she's from. Because Yeah, maybe ARMS just comes with every new Switch sold digitally, <laughs> no matter what. I could see them totally doing that. Yeah. Everyone gets ARMS and 1 2 Switch. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, bundles are definitely a good path for Nintendo to explore to try to counter that PS5 and Xbox Series X. But I guess in terms of that software marketing, 3D, the 3D Mario Collection, Mario All-Stars 2, whatever they want to name it, that alone can't be positioned as Nintendo's prime, that's not a hint, prime <laughs> holiday release, though. It just doesn't have that killer instinct to it. Like, last year, we had, what was Nintendo's big holiday game last year? Pokemon. Yep. 2018 was Smash Brothers. 2017 was what was 2017's big holiday? Mario, Mario Odyssey. Mario was late in the summer, but still, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you had Mario Odyssey and Mario and Zelda that year. They they weren't going to have much more than that, yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, when you have a 3D Mario, a new Zelda, Mario Kart, Splatoon two, a new IP with arms, yeah, yeah. You really didn't need a holiday game. Like, you don't think the, the the Mario 3D collection is the same caliber? No, I don't. And wow. it pains me to say that, but I don't think it's the same caliber as a new 3D Mario or a new Smash Brothers or a new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunately at the end of the day, it's still a collection of three HD remasters of, I mean, they are some of those are damn good 3D Mario games. I mean, Mario 64, Mario Galaxy, one of the best games of all time. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic games. But I guess it's a case of if you've played these games dozens of times over. I mean, the three of us, we have probably played Mario 64 you know, to completion a lot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We played Mario Galaxy a lot. Playing it right now. <laughs> I hate Sunshine. Yeah, between the three of us, we played Sunshine about once. Unless <laughs> Jeff loves sunshine, I uh, no, I beat it when it came out. And I got all the all the shines, and then I don't think I've ever really played it again since. So yeah, Nate, so what if like, what if they what if it's what if it's all about the way they market this thing, right? Like, yeah, I think about Super Mario All Stars on the Super NES, and I know I'm going back, I'm going back like to the beginning of of time, but when dude, when that game was announced Super Mario All-Stars those four Super Mario games or those four Mario games on one one collection people went insane for that game dude that was nuts that sold so many units it was the hype for that was out of this world and what if they market it in a very similar way they call it the the Super Mario 3D collection and what if because I know that we keep hearing that Galaxy 2 isn't a part of this thing but what if it was would that sweeten mm-hmm. it, sweeten the deal or do you still think it's it. the same? I still think it's just, it would sweeten the deal from that $60 price point. 
I think where it lacks that killer app for me is that I can look at that collection, look at the three games, say these are great games. I can look at 3D World as another second half release and say, okay, that's another good game. I can look at Pikmin 3, that's another good game. It's just none of them have that oomph where if I didn't already own a Switch, would I say I have to buy one now to play that new game? Right. I I think I have... um... I have the expectation that Nintendo will do as MVG is explaining to tell people that you actually are that excited about this. Yeah. Um, I think that they will make this into an event. They like, I think that's why they, the, you know, why they're going to frame it as the 35th anniversary. This is a celebration and it's, a, it's, it's super exciting. And if you have ever been a Mario fan, you cannot miss out on this. And, and I think um, now, I, you know, that doesn't mean I necessarily disagree with you, Nate. I think that you are right that that um, uh, I think if you just look at it on paper, it is disappointing. But I think that this is the hand that they have dealt themselves. And I think they're going to figure out the best way to play it. Um, and I, I do think that means, hey, let's just make this a big deal. Let's, you know, let's tell people it's a big deal. Uh, we got all this other Mario stuff in our back pocket that we could still get out there and, you know, put, put some more let's put mario all-stars on like uh nintendo switch online or whatever something like that and just mm-hmm. say hey like all this stuff is happening with mario why like you you yeah if you miss out on this you're going to regret it um uh, but you know we'll, we'll see if that if that works i think it probably will though but that would that would be my guess yeah. i could see it working like like i said this the game is going to sell probably well over 10 million copies i don't see how it doesn't I, just, I feel like they just need that. They need one more big holiday game to really have people have that hunger to say, I, I need to buy a Switch this holiday. I hope they and, do. Yeah, I feel like they just have to because the 3D collection feels like that game that I'm going to buy with that other must have holiday game. And I'm walking out of the store with a Switch that probably, you know, we'll say it's 250. It comes with Breath of the Wild. I'm picking up 3D Mario Collection, that one other must have holiday game. Now I have five games going home, and I'm saying that was a hell of a day, and it only cost me three fifty. Yeah, like you know three seventy five, and I'm still a hundred twenty five dollars less than a PS five or an Xbox Series X, and I'm going home with a lot of content. So I just need that one other game, and I mean we still don't know the the way this collection is going to look, mm-hmm. function. Like yeah. we're operating under the idea, we talked about this in a previous video, video MVG, where we believe Mario 64 will probably be treated similar to the Turok or Doom 64 games. It's right. going to be like it's going to be upscaled. It's going to look, you know, it's going to be HD'd. It'll look nice. It'll have some texture work. The HUD will be 1080p type of stuff. It's not going to be a overhaul where I see some people online saying, "Oh, maybe they'll remake Mario 64 in the Odyssey engine." That's a $60 standalone release. You're not getting it bundled in a $60, you know, single package. Sunshine and Galaxy, you know, probably similar to what we saw with the NVIDIA release of Mario Galaxy on the Shield in China. Yep. It looks clean. It looks good. That's more than enough. I mean, plus you have to factor in the appeal of playing all these games in portable mode, though we did play Mario 64 on the DS you know, 15 years oh, ago. Oh, God, that was horrible, that port. <laughs> I oh. really want... I've been actually... Several times over the past couple of weeks, I have been meaning to go back and play that. And I've, like... 
begun the process and I'm like, okay, I gotta go find my DS. Maybe maybe I should just emulate it. Like, yeah. what is involved in that? Is there a way to emulate the like thumb controls or whatever? Uh, but I, I still have not actually pulled the trigger. And now I'm like, okay, I, I really got to do that. But let, let, let me ask if if they do need another game this holiday, like like what, what could it be? Like, do you think they could do like a? Are they gonna go to Sega and say, hey, put a Sonic game on exclusively had on the Switch or something like that, or is there something else that they could do? I mean, that's the joke about Sonic. Sonic wouldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic would come out and people be like, oh man, not what's that terrible Wii U game? Sonic Colors? Oh. No, that was uh, good. Sonic Forces. That was pretty good. Uh, Sonic Forces, yeah, yeah that was Sonic Forces too. Switch exclusive. Like, no. Yep. No, thank you. But I think it has to be something from Nintendo themselves. Whether, I mean, let's think back a couple of years ago when Nintendo said they want a Zelda game every year. Breath of the Wild oh, 2 yeah. isn't happening this year. Could we get something? Like, Fuck. could we get I like would, a Hyrule you know, Warriors two? between Worlds 2 or something like that? That would, I would just, yes. <laughs> like, like even if it, like it doesn't have to be a big, big, you know, triple A type production of a Zelda, but maybe something in that franchise just a you know, whether it's a Hyrule Warriors 2 type of thing, because I don't think we're going to see like a Splatoon 3 or anything at this point. Arms 2 kind of seems like maybe that's why Min Min is in Smash because they want to begin marketing for a new Arms, yeah. but that's probably 2021. But I think it needs to be something from Nintendo that's a heavy hitter. And I know we'll probably have the Pokemon expansion part two coming out in November. And even if they put both expansions on a card with Pokemon Sword and Shield, and you, you know, you sold that for $60. I don't know how many double dippers you would necessarily get there. So, oh man, I don't, because you can't have Metroid Prime Trilogy because that's just another port. So that's yeah. not going to invigorate what the if, base. What if it's DLC? Game. What if they add um, another couple of hours to Mario Odyssey as part of, you know, the Mario thing? That wouldn't be bad if you could then release like a completed collection. Yep. A game card. The 35th anniversary good. collection or something. I don't know. I love that, that idea. Be, I just I feel like they would they're gonna anything they're doing for that they're saving for a Mario Odyssey too. I yeah. think. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, like I don't know what they would have to. I mean, Breath of the Wild two would have been the best case scenario. Yeah. I mean, if we're obviously you know, yeah. realistic here. What about Bayonetta? So, hey, Bayonetta! It's Bayonetta, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Is it Bayonetta? It's gonna be Bayonetta, three. right? I don't know. We're in July. That game likes to come out in October. We're getting awfully close. (laughs) But, you know, Bayonetta, I love that franchise, but it might be a little too niche Mm -hmm. to have a big impact. So I don't know what Nintendo could do at this point to have that major, you know, that haymaker to come out. And I mean, even as you said, Jeff, on the Nintendo Switch Online, we'll probably get the Super NES Mario All-Stars, the original release because it makes too much sense not to. Right. Unless they make it like some pre-order bonus or some pack-in with the 3D collection, which that seems too smart for Nintendo sometimes. But you throw that on the Nintendo Switch Online service, yeah, you make it that celebration. It still, it just feels like it's a good fireworks show without a grand finale. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if they do have anything in the works for like a super mario odyssey 2 i feel like even if they just announce that and they say it's coming at some point like if that's coming like if, it, if we get another like year where it's like 
another 3D Mario and another 3D Zelda. Um, and they promised that for 2021 as part of like the, the, the 3D Mario Direct that would happen. Um, I think that they could still get away with just doing the remasters this holiday because people are like, oh, I'm going to play these now. And then that game's coming next year and I can I could start playing that. And it's all part of this this story that Nintendo is telling about Mario again. Um, I, I, I think I think my bet is still they I, as much as I agree with you, Nate, that I feel like they should have something this holiday. I think they they might not. I think it's, there's yeah. a good chance they won't. I think it will just, just be these the, the, these Mario releases uh, mostly. Yeah. I agree. I think wow. they're just gonna just market the the hell out of the out of the the 3D collection stuff, and and I think that'll be enough. You know, uh, whether it's it's going to satisfy, you know, all the the diehard Nintendo fans out there, I don't know the answer to that. But I do think right. that going into the holiday season, I think you know if you've got a Mario collection up your sleeve, I think you know they must be feeling like yeah, this this should be should be enough that we need. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I understand those point of views. I just, I hope they have one more big game for this year, just to say, hey, 2020 was rough. Yep, it wasn't the year we wanted it to be in terms of releases, but we still got that one big thing for you guys to go out on. We still have the 3D Mario Collection. We didn't make this year all about ports and just Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's the thing with the first half when we really look at it. It felt casual and family friendly which is fine that's a i mean that's a strong market for nintendo but when we look at like 2017 2018 2019 the switch had such a core focus in terms of game appeal and third parties have been catering to that at this point thankfully because nintendo's been so loose with releases that having titles like bioshock and borderlands fill those void has definitely benefited i feel like these third party publishers who typically always compete with Nintendo and this year they've kind of had free reign to do what they want with their releases. So Nintendo, I mean maybe that's why we could just have Pikmin 3, 3D World and the 3D Mario collection to close out the years because Nintendo is still focusing on that casual family-friendly audience this year, which again it's fine. I just I'm selfish and I just want that one big huzzah to end the year and say mm-hmm. yes. They surprised us with this major release. Let's do it. And then we go into 2021 with, you know, Breath of the Wild, Bayonetta 3, Metroid Prime Trilogy, 2D Metroid. And it's like, here we go. Nintendo is going to come, you know, they're going to compete with Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 with a strong first party lineup going into 2021. And I mean, it looks like Sony's going to be strong right out of the gate with the software they showed so nintendo has to become packing next year otherwise yeah i mean ps5 could eat their lunch and you know you don't you don't want to lose momentum especially when you've built so much thanks yeah. to animal crossing and i don't know if they can sustain it that's where i don't know if they can sustain it with those three games that we're expecting this year <laughs> Yeah, I I, it, I think it's gonna. I, I think you're right, and I think it's a risk. And um, I, I and I don't know how much um, they feel they can like fight back against it. Just because if those if the games aren't ready, they aren't ready. And I think a lot of you know we know uh, Metroid's not going to be ready. Uh, Zelda probably it seems very clearly Zelda Breath of the Wild two isn't going to be ready. Um, and, and then you know once you get those two games that we know about, and you say well the, the, they're probably not coming out later this year. 
what else is on that caliber that they could put up against the release of, of next gen consoles? It's just we're starting to like we're starting to just try to be like, OK, we're going to put our finger in the dam and try to stop it a little bit at a certain point. And it's yeah. like, I, I, do, do you even try at that point or do you just say, let's just kind of pound our chest and say, hey, Mario, like, come on, yeah. like we have Mario, like you like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's two hundred and fifty dollars for the system or whatever, and and you know, or you know, two hundred dollars or less for the light, and you know, here's a new Mario Switch, a branded Switch. Like they're going to come up with a bunch of different methods to get people excited, and I think, I think that is their plan. I think that I think that that again, I I mean, I hope they have something else because I would love to see another another big Nintendo game come out this holiday. Uh, but if they don't, I won't be surprised if they very expertly navigate a a launch against these systems with just Mario. And that's. That was a good mention there. A 35th anniversary branded switch. Yeah. You have the red Joy Cons. You make the dock with the bricks. Take my money. I'm yeah, all for yeah. that. That sounds that's, gorgeous already. That's, true. Yeah. that's how you sell some hardware this holiday with a, that type of bundle. You don't, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a bundle. No, it won't. It will just be on its own. With a red wow. dock as well. Are you kidding me? I'm all about that. Yeah, that just sold like two million units. <laughs> <laughs> and that will, unless MVG, you got any questions you want to? No, no, I, th- I think we covered it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards, I guess, you know, my final words are, um, I'm leaning towards they're going to just hold tight with, with what we, we we think we know that they, they're going to reveal. Anything that is a, I'll say, a one more thing, moment um mm-hmm. i mean bring it on I, I welcome anything that they they mm-hmm. you know they they let us know about but yeah if i was to speculate what what the between now and the rest of the year looks like i think it's it's pikmin 3 and and the mario collection yep agreed <laughs> and that will undo it for today's episode of nate the hate thank you for joining us once again there jeff yeah, absolutely thanks for having me this is always a really good time guys yeah, we love having you here and thank you for joining me, MVG, as always. Thanks for having me on, Nate. And yeah, Jeff, uh, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, anytime. And if anyone has any questions for us, you can go to the Streamlabs link in the description below, make a donation of a dollar or any amount you want, and we'll answer your questions at the end of the next episode, which will likely be about the Xbox Series X and Microsoft's July event, because there's been a lot of talk of that, and MVG and I will deep dive into that topic, and I'm sure we'll have a guest or two join us. And if you enjoyed this video, give it a like. If you did not, give it a dislike. Let us know your thoughts in the comment section below. And until next time, continue to embrace the hate.